What's going on? What's going on? It's the one and only San Antonio, and you are now tuned into the Best Kept Secret Podcast. I'm your host, JR. Hope you guys are staying safe and staying well. Holiday season is amongst us. And we got a nice little topic to get into and talk about today. We're going to talk about the changes and just talking about relationships with family members and friends and how the dynamic changes. That being said, let's go ahead and get into some housekeeping things real quick. If you guys could please like, share, comment, subscribe, all the content, Patreon for the feel, for the vibes, best kept secret, YouTube, best type in best kept secret, B-E-S-T-K-E-P-T-S-E-E-K-R-E-T. You don't have to space it. You put it all there. It pops up. Um, I greatly appreciate the support and love I'm receiving. It's overwhelming. Love you guys much more than you know. We'll continue to go and grow. Um, also, on the YouTube channel, People like, comment, subscribe. I'm keeping up with the algorithm. And, you know, I'll shout you out on the podcast uh, to all those that are subscribing. I think that's what I'm going to start doing. All the people, the subscribers that I get, I'll start naming you guys on, you know, just to show you guys that I appreciate you and love you guys. That being said, let's go ahead and get the show started. You already know what it is. You're tuned in. Best kept secret podcast. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there'll ever be. Let's get it. Best cat secret. What you think? Stupid. I'm not gonna let you get the chance. Kobe. Kobe. Triple kill. Monster kill. kill! Double kill! Mega kill! Oh shit! Oh shit! That's in with the intro, you know, got that going on. We're going to get into G-Unit changes. This is off of the Beauty of Independence Project. Let's go. Best kept secret. All I hear is Jimmy want my shit to flop. Dre don't care if I blow. Goddamn, all this from fucking selling headphones, Chris died. Deal didn't show up to a nigga wait, which indicate the team I thought we built, it was fucking fake. Barry's drunk, Barry thump, Barry's in the bin again. I'm back at the drawing board, somebody call Eminem. These days can't believe what you hear on the street. That nigga said he owned the team, he only owned the seat. Oh, shit! Oh, you fools, I watch you buy it. Was to see it some kind of new hustle, I might try it. This flow got us all put on, so I know I'm nice. 
fucking with the wrong bitches got me calling time. Can't keep count of how many times I don't watch them change on me. Change it's the unit, ain't nothing change. Yeah. Now they hit everything I do. I can't help but win. I'm a winner. Nigga, you changed on me. Niggas a change on you. Damn. Bitches a change on you. Guess I gotta stop posting all this money on Instagram. They welcome you with open homes and open hands. I ain't rich like 50, I just know the man Red emoji faces in your text, I know you mad Pitch me a few dollars, more than show you can When you ballin', the world's on your shoulder pads I don't know you nothing, they bustin', you ain't bang back You never fronted me nothing, I couldn't bring back They gave dab, now they say you never gave back You never gave me nothing, I couldn't pay back Now you talkin' to the fade, because you ain't fade Give a nigga a foot, they want your whole Dumb the monko. What he said, tell him get his own bread. If niggas got a problem, that's a cold raid. That's when niggas pull up with long dreads. Bump a clock. She belongs to the streets. Niggas a change on you. I can't keep count of how many times I don't watch them change on me. It's the unit, ain't nothing change. Now they hit everything I do. I can't help but win, I'm a winner. Bitches a change on you. They say family's first, but family's the first to get you hurt. And these hoes even worse. Harley's rich is a gift and a curse. Hate running all through the tree, though they be rooting for me. Backstabbing, lies stacking, the truth is gory. Forever holding on the grudges from my early struggles. They see you go out and get it, they want it from you. Say you never be a winner. Show a picture parade outside, showing your smiles inside, hoping it fades. Rather be low net, money over the stage. Sanity over fame, I can't even call your name, but it changes. That love is dangerous, fog up your aim. It's a million ways to hit them cages. Shit's contagious, forget my favors. I'm out of here flipping pages, just slipping backwards, going with all the other acts. Oh shit! Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hot. I ain't asked to be here. The money and the power make problems disappear. People change like the weather. I weather the storm until it's better. And these fake ass niggas wanna shake my hand. Instagram hoes backstage with fans. And these snakes in the grass ain't a part of my plans. Stab me in my back and they say I change. I can't keep count of how many times I don't watch them change on me. Yeah. Now they hit everything I do. I can't help but win. I'm a winner. Some of these motherfuckers change for the worst though. Some niggas change for the better. Best kept secret. Just a never change. Stupid, I'm not gonna let you get the chance. That was G Unit Changes. And we're gonna go ahead and get into it. So today I'm going to talk about the relationships, the personal relationships that we have. And as most people know, in family and just in general, you do have people that depend on you. We all have people that depend on us, some more than others. And as somebody that people rely on and depend on, I'm one of those people. I'm at the age now, I'm 31. I'm trying to adjust not only to being quick to helping others and being there for others, 
I got to be there for myself. I got to be there for my family. And by my family, I'm talking about, like, my son. You know, obviously, you have your your mom, your dad, your brother, your your sisters. You have all those. You can help your family. But as you become a man, as you get older, you start to realize on this journey, on this path of becoming a man, I'm realizing that you're in this world by yourself. You don't have any help. Granted, you have parents and people that love you that will help you, but the end all be all for men, there is no support system for men. If women fall on hard times, there's always a support system. There's always a place for women to go to. In this cruel, cold world, we playing Rocky. Ain't nobody going to feel sorry for you. Ain't nobody going to care about you. Ain't nobody going to love you. Ain't nobody really going to be there for you. You have to be there for yourself first and most importantly. If any message that gets disseminated to my audience, my fans, people that listen, supporters, as a man, you have to stand on your own too. You can't rely on somebody to come save you. Ain't nobody going to come save you, bro. It sounds sad to say it like that, but I'm realizing that nobody's going to save you. You have to save yourself. So with that being said, like, I've had personal relationships with friends, family, you know, just people that depend on you. But sometimes you can get so caught up trying to help everybody else, be dependable, be there for everybody else. Like anybody that knows me, and I'm going to just go ahead and put this on me uh, just to give you guys a human perspective and give you something maybe to connect to. Like myself, I'm the type of person I always show up. I'm going to always show up for my friends or anybody I care about. If you need me, I'm going to show up. If you need something, I'm going to give it to you. If you need a shirt off, if, I, if you came to me and said, hey, I need a shirt off your back, I'm going to give it to you. But as I've gotten older, I'm realizing I can't I can't be quick to jump the gun for everybody because everybody doesn't have my best interest. And not only that, sometimes you've got to stop going for people who don't go as hard for you. And I'm learning that as a man, as a, as a current evolving man, 31 with my own son, I'm starting to see because I want to be able to give my son the. Give him a, a perspective to understand that. In this life, you have to worry about yourself. Everyone else comes after because if something happens to you, more than likely, when you when you have this mindset that, oh, somebody's going to come save me, nobody's going to come save you. You're just letting yourself down. You have to depend on you, take care of you first, and then if, if it's possible, maybe save somebody else, help somebody else. Because that's how the world's going to operate. I've been finding this delicate line to get across to people. I was the type of person growing up. Like I said, if you needed money, if you needed a ride, you needed to use my car, you needed this, you needed that. Just because I'm a genuine good dude, out of the kindness of my heart, if you didn't have it and you needed it, I would give it to you. As I've gotten older, I've learned the ability to say no. That is a gift. Granted, we all don't get that. But sometimes we can be too available. We can be too caught up in just trying to do for everybody, make sure everybody else is good. You got to focus on yourself. And that's what I've been doing. I started, I'm starting to focus on myself. I'm being greedy. I'm becoming unavailable. I'm becoming selfish with my time because you have to find a balance. Now, the thing that comes with that is when you find a balance, it now comes with choices and questions on why you're not able to jump for those people that you were always able to jump for. I've lost a lot of friends. For those that don't know my journey, I'll break it down for you real quick. And I'll just give you the little quick synopsis. Uh, graduated high school, Arlington, Sam Houston. 
growing up, I wasn't really, I was always a smart kid, but I hung around the wrong people at a certain particular juncture of my life. So junior high and high school, I was kind of off kilter. I wasn't on, I wasn't on the right path. I was, I strayed the path, hanging out with kids, skipping school, doing things that I really had no business doing. But as a Nigerian kid, immersed in American culture and just wanting to fit in and be popular, I drifted on a path that was leading me to a downward spiral. And I was able to grow and learn from that experience because it was all good. Everybody was doing these things, but when it became time, like, oh shit, it's time to graduate. I might not have enough credits to graduate. I'm smart. I'm not dumb. But it's it's the bill it's the it was the the fact that I wasn't paying attention. I was dumb in the aspect of thinking that me doing these things with people, at the end of the day, they didn't have my best interest at heart. I'm just following people doing things, thinking like, oh, okay, it's cool, like we good. Come to find out, oh, hey, well, he's not going to have enough credits. Went to summer school two straight years. Miraculously was able to graduate. Because I was going to school. Now, I wasn't getting any credits. I wasn't even going to class. I was just doing whatever I wanted to do. And the teachers would get mad at me because it's not that I'm not smart. I don't have the ability. I've always been a smart kid. Always honor roll, A's and B's, college dean's list four consecutive semesters. This is all prior after uh, high school. But once I learned, like, damn, I was hanging out with these dudes. These dudes didn't have any, you know, I'm just doing dumb shit. They don't have my best interest at heart. Learn that. Fast forward, move. Friends that I grew up with, you know, two particular dudes that I went to school with, hung out with. Uh, I ain't going to, you know, say their name, but I'm going to just let you guys, you know, for those that those who know, know, and those who don't, you can kind of put two and two together. But it's two guys. So one guy, we both went to the same high school, both of these gentlemen. But one of them, you know, I hung out with more than the other. Um, we went to the same uh, alternative school together. I graduate. And, you know, at the, around this time, I'm, I'm dabbling in music. You know, I'm, I'm trying to record. So I go over to friends' house, try to record music, do this, do that. And at, during this time, I had a car. So I let him use my car. He ended up picking up one of my female friends that at the time, I guess she, she didn't have a way to get home. So he was like, hey, man, can I use your car to go and pick her up? I let him use my car. He wrecks the car. Him, him wrecking the car, you know, I'm glad he was all right. You know, I looked at it because I was the type of person like, damn, you wrecked my car. You know, it is, but it is what it is. It's like, all right, you're good. Cause that's the type of person I am. I'm gonna make sure everybody's good. And he ends up doing like a claim or whatever settlement. Wrecks my car, gets the money for it, and doesn't give me any money. That was my that was my eye opener to life. It just showing me like, damn, there's some really people out here that would do this. Some people probably look at this and say, well, this happened a long time ago. People can change. True, but some people don't never change. There's always that perspective as well. You know, and I'm being really introspective right now. I'm really relating to y'all. I'm spilling it out, letting you guys know my circumstances, some of the things that I've dealt with, some of the things I've been through. So, yeah, with that, I, I like he he wrecked my car. So now I'm out of a car. He ends up getting like this little lawsuit. They give him a little money. He gets money back. He gets the money. Didn't give me a dime. At that time, I was heated because I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like this, like, how could you do that? So when I realized that, it kind of opened my eyes and I started looking at him different. I kind of just I was like, okay, like that's fucked up. Like, how can you use my car, 
you get hurt in the shit. I don't have a car. You get the money, and you don't even cut me any of the money. That's cool. Whatever. Other guy I went to school with. And this is where, like I said, see, I, I understand I'm a different breed. I just come from a different cut, uh, different cut of cloth. If you need it and you and I have it, I'm going to share it with you. I've never been no selfish dude. Never been no, like, I've always been team first. I've always been trying to help people. Love people, help people. That's just how I move. But, but I'm realizing, like, I can't be moving like that because a lot of people don't move how I move. I'm. This is all right. Fast forward that situation. This other guy, he has kids with a girl. We all knew each other. We all grew up together. Fast forward, I'm probably going to join the Army. I moved out, had a situation with my parents. I was at a point in my life where it's like, hey, I wanted to be independent. I've always been independent. I don't like asking anybody for anything. Like I will, I will swallow my blood before I swallow my pride. That's how I am. So I was always that type of person. I don't like to ask for nothing. I always do everything on my own. So I moved out, able to get an apartment. Me and the guy, we had split the apartment, paid rent, working. Long story short, had a car. I had another car. Driving the car, everything's good at that time. Fast forward, something happens to the car. We're not able to get to work. I was in college at the time. And the car doesn't work. Something uh, wrong with the engine. That was when I learned I needed to take better care of my cars. That was my lesson. It's like these cars, you have to take care of them. You have to do, excuse me, you have to do services. You have to get your car regularly checked. But at the time when you're young, you don't really think like that. You're just like, I got a car. I'm, I'm going to drive everywhere. I'm going to drive the car into the ground. When you're young, you think like that. This is a 17, 18-year-old mindset at the time. So I'm just doing that. Boom. Fast forward. Now I can't go to school. Now I don't. I can't get to work. What ends up happening is the, the guy that I was friends with, he ends up getting this like lawsuit. For when he was younger, he got like hit by a truck or whatever when he was when he was younger. So he ends up getting some money. And during that time, you know, that's how he was able to like, you know, maintain and do whatever in the apartment. Anyways, I'm getting ready to transition. I'm going into the military because I'm trying to better myself. You know, around that time, I, I just needed to get away from these certain individuals like they me hanging around certain people. I, I could see that it was dragging my life. Into a whole different realm, like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like I wasn't really going anywhere. Like it was just bad vibes. So I made a decision. I joined the army. I leave the apartment with him. He has his uh baby mom and the kids there. His two daughters. I think he has another kid at the during the time I'm in the military. So I get maybe this goes like a year or two goes by. I get a letter in the mail from a lawyer's office. And they're telling me, like, hey, this uh, apartment, you know, was unpaid. This wasn't done. They trashed the apartment. I'm just like, yo, like, what did you do? Like, I let this dude use the apartment. Most most people, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody could ever question if I ride. That's one thing that if you want to talk about me, you really want to get to me and trigger me, we're not going to talk about how I don't go go hard or don't do stuff for people because in these couple instances, this is what I, I give you know, I go for people. If you need it, I got it. But this also was a was an eye opener. This was a lesson learning. 
for me that I can't do this for everybody. I have to monitor who I help, who I care about, who I love. So with that being said, uh, just I got the letter and they were telling me like, hey, you know, this unpaid amount, the apartment was trashed. It ends up going on my credit at the time. So now my credit's botched. So I've been out of a car. Credit's messed up. Just all of these situations dealing with these two individuals. And, you know, time goes on. I move forward with my life. I'm in the military. You know, I get out. I do. I'm doing well, taking care of things. And I've noticed, like, I don't really go out. I don't really hang around people. And things is peaceful. Like, granted, sometimes you want to hang around other people. You want to do stuff. But that's just, it is what it is. And that, but meanwhile, with that time passing while I was in the military, married, have a kid, uh, just other things have, have played a role since I've been gone. So it's just like getting back. Now that I'm back, I came back home 2018, reacclimating myself, getting used to being around people. Um, I don't hang around those same individuals anymore. I really don't hang around nobody, to be honest. All of my friends are military friends, things like that. But the main, the biggest lesson in life that I could say that I've learned is just watching who you hang around with. And if you're going to hang out with somebody, make sure that they have something to lose. Make sure they have the same as you or if not more than you. When you hang around people that don't have that, and it may sound messed up to say it like that. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. But we got to call a spade a spade. Not going to sit here. Not going to sugarcoat. Not going to lie. Like you have to call it what it is. You want to hang around somebody that has things to lose because they're going to move on a different trajectory. They're going to move on a different type of wavelength. When you hang around people that have nothing to lose, those are the most dangerous people because the person that has nothing to lose will help you lose everything. And that is a quote. I'm going to say it again. A person with nothing to lose will help you lose everything. And have you looking at the end like... It is what it is. You want to be successful? You need to hang around successful people. Take it from me, somebody that's been through the worst. You want to hang around people that's going to make you better, that's going to elevate you, going to take you to a different path, a different experience in life. You don't constantly want to hang around people that aren't going to better you. And that's one of the biggest takeaways and things that I've learned on top of that. But that was friends, the friends aspect. You know, we're getting, that's just one side of it. Let's get into the other side of it, the family side. Now, the family side is a little bit different because usually you're going to end up triggering and activating. You triggered my trap card. When you're dealing with family, it's a lot more touchy. It's a lot more different because family is blood. Like everybody expects you to go for the family. Brothers, sisters, parents. I've always been the dependable person, the dependable friend, the dependable brother, the dependable son. Anybody needs me, I'm always there. But I'm learning to be unavailable. I can't be available all the time. I can't stop what I'm doing to come pick you up. I can't stop what I'm doing to give you something. I can't stop what I'm doing to do this favor. I can't stop what I'm doing to come drive you and take you here or give you something here. Like, I can't do that. But what happens is when you don't do that, you get, you get hit with a certain type of resistance. With a certain type of, oh, you don't care about me anymore. You don't love me anymore. And it's not that I don't love you. I don't care about you anymore. It's that I care about me too. 
And not only that, I have my own family. I have my own priorities, my own things that I have to attend to. But it get when you say that, it gets met with contempt and people get mad and they look at it like, oh, you're saying fuck me or you don't care about me or you don't love me. And it's not that. It's I'm always doing for you. When can I do for me? I can't always jump for you. I've always jumped for you. But this one, I'm going to sit this one out, coach. I'm going to sit on the bench. I'm going to let you have this game. Kobe! You can't get mad for somebody that always that always rides for you, that always jumps for you, that always is out there in the field on the court with you. And when they decide to just be like, I'm going to sit this one out, or I'm not going to participate, or I'm not going to partake in it, you want to get mad, and then you want to question everything that they've been through. I always say this, and I always say it well. You can do a million things for a person, but the only thing they will remember is when you tell them no. I'm going to repeat myself again. You can do a million things for a person, but the only thing they remember is when you tell them no. They won't remember the times that you picked them up from their job, drove them home, drove somebody that stays an hour or two hours away when you went over there to give them something, give them money, spend time with them, hang out with them, do do things out of your time, becoming available, wasting your time. Because when people want you to do stuff, they want you to be on their time. They don't ever think about your time. But now when you start realizing like, hey, my time in this life, our time is very limited. Especially in this day and age, we have 31-year-olds, 33-year-olds, 40-year-olds. Death is coming. We just lost Virgil Abloh, 41. Demarius Thomas, 33. People are dying left and right. Time is your inventory. I'm 31. Ain't no telling, and God willing, we all want to live here. We all want to be here for a very long time, but ain't no telling our path, our trajectory, our future. So we can't sit here and waste our time dealing with things that people want us to do. You have to start living for you in the moment. Make yourself happy. Do things that you like to do. Triple kill. Because if you don't, you're going to spend a miserable life looking back, wondering, well, I should have did what I wanted to do. Instead of going so hard for everybody else, doing this for everybody else, wanting to do things, be there for everybody. But like I said, now that I'm 31 and I'm realizing when you don't do what for stuff for people, they get mad. And I never understood that. But people that are like that, those are people you want to avoid and stay away from. Even if sometimes it's family and friends, you might want to kind of distance yourself from them because those people don't truly love you. If I always come through for you. But the one time I can't and I decide to, I say no and you get mad. What sense does that make? You weren't mad when I was saying yes all the time, but because I tell you I can't do it this one time, it's a problem. It's crazy. We live in this transactional world now. You got to do this for me. I got to have this. You got to do this. When people do things for me, I'm a greatly appreciative of, of it. But I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it all the way funky with y'all. People don't really do anything for me. I'm the one always doing shit for people. I'm going to go ahead and put it all out on front street. Don't ask people to do anything for me. To be honest, I'd be scared when people do stuff for me because I don't want somebody to hold something over my head. And it's a weird Virgo, maybe just a human being thing in me. 
I don't know what it is. I like to do for people, but I don't like people to do for me. Only reason why is because when somebody does for you, they, that's that's leverage that somebody can put wave over your head and say that they did for you. Anybody that knows me, if you if I've done a lot of stuff for people, I rarely bring it up. The only way that I bring it up is if I have to check your ass because people like to talk crazy. And then you triggered my trap card. I got to remind you, I got to flip over that trap card and let you know, like, hey, you, you bugging out, you tripping, you don't remember. But a lot of times I just let it slide. But I've done a lot of stuff for people that I'll never bring up. I'll take with me to the grave. But like I said, we live in this transactional world now where if you don't do for somebody, that's them. That's their feel like that's your way of saying you don't mess with them anymore. Regardless of you could you could do everything right for them, love them, care for them. You could have just took their kids to school yesterday. If they ask you, hey, you think you could take my son to school again? And you tell them no. Oh, it's like that. Oh, you can't do this for me? It's like, fam, like I just, I've been doing stuff for you. I just got my own personal things that's going on right now. But it's unfortunate and it's sad that people cannot deal with changes. Life is about changes. The seasons change. Everything changes. Relationships change. Love changes. Old strangers. New best friends. Things change. You could be friends with somebody and then the next day you're not friends anymore. You could be in love with somebody and the next day you're not in love with them. You can wake up and it's sunny outside and the next day it's raining. Things change. Life comes with change. So you have to learn to adapt. Not put all your eggs in one basket. But the main thing that I want anybody to take from this podcast is that you need to find a balance and know that it comes with choices and, and you're going to deal with the questions of why you're not doing for anybody else anymore. But you'll find solace and you'll find happiness in knowing that you're doing for you and you're not driving yourself crazy because we're living in this world now where if you don't do things for people, they want to question your character. They want to make you a villain. In a movie that you've been playing the greatest role in. The greatest character in life that you could have been for a person. But because you said no, now you're the villain. That's what we're dealing with. So you got to be ready for that. Main takeaway from this podcast, like I said, this one's a little short normally than the ones I normally do because I just wanted, this is just off the dome. I just wanted to do this because it's been on my mind and, you know, the seasons are changing. So it kind of correlates, you know, the weather's changing, you know, in Texas, it's, it's still warm, but it's getting cold. And just like it's getting cold, a lot of people are starting to show their, show their true colors and show their true nature. Everybody wants you to do something for them. Everybody wants you to stop your life and do for them. But a lot of times you got to ask yourself, when are you going to stop and do something for me? When are you, when have you ever done anything for me? When have you showed me that you rock for me, that you arrive for me, that you there for me? Not about, oh, can you do this? Can you send me money? Can you pick me up? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do these favors? When they need a favor, who do they call? But when you call, when you need a favor, you can't call nobody because nobody answers the phone. Nobody's there. It's excuses. And that's what I've learned. You can be there for everybody, but when it comes time for you to look, nobody's there. Bruh. Everybody's disappeared. Everybody's gone. Can't find anybody. Don't know where they went. Everybody just all of a sudden, everybody's gone. Don't know what happened to nobody. But that's what it is. So you got to focus on yourself, make the best choices and things for you. And that's what it comes down to.
But yeah, like with that being said, life is about choices. Life is about changes. Learning what works for you, what's best for you, and just learning in general that you cannot please everybody. But not only on that, you have to do what makes you happy. And that's a path that I'm working towards. I'm, I'm trying to find happiness, trying to find what's best for me. And I pray and hope you find what's best for you. You've been tuned into the Best Kept Secret Podcast. I am your host, JR. I love you guys much more than you know. We'll continue to go and grow. I hope you guys took something away from this conversation. Hopefully, you can learn from my mistakes. Hopefully, you can learn, learn from my mistakes. You know, life is about choices and trade-offs. We have to make these choices. We have to make the trade-offs. Learn from each other. Learn from each other's mistakes. Learn from my mistakes. I've learned from my mistakes, but also maybe these my mistakes that I've learned, you can learn from them as well. So with that being said, this last song, get into my R&B vibe, Mac Wilds, Choose, a little R&B for y'all. That's a love lost right there. That's a love lost right there. Met somebody better pick it up now. That's a love lost right there. Could have went harder, baby. Yeah, we should have been smarter, baby. Yeah, we should have been amazing. A little patience would have went a long way for us, baby. Yeah, but no, we had options all around. Finish her. Yeah, you know we had options all around. around. Tell me that you're going Best kept secret. Me proud. She belongs to the streets. Hey girl, I'm just in the zone thinking out loud. <laughs> all we had to do was choose. Now that we had love, clear the room. All we had to do was choose. All we had to do was Somebody better pick it up now That's a love lost right there Man, we could have been flawless, baby On some young, just fuck a monster, baby Took a shot and we missed it A little distance, now we never even call him, baby yeah. But no, we had options all around Round. Yeah, you know we had options all around Oh shit, oh shit. Tell me that you're going home to make me proud. Proud. Hey girl, I'm just in the zone thinking out loud. Cause all we had to do was choose. Monster kill. How did we let love clear the room? All we had to do was do. All we had to do was choose. All we had to do was choose. Baby, let our hearts just build up. Double kill. Double kill. Girl, it's the 
thing I ever had to deal with Emotions out of control, looking for the kill switch Still, it's the way that you do it like nobody can Girl, I see the way that you doing niggas body can But I know you need what you need, how you need it though Say that corny nigga hit it right, but does he eat Yo, it? I'm the so. These are details I don't even wanna visualize But I'm still here, same question is it mine? You say, you say, you say, are you ready for the answer? Ready as I'll ever be, so tell me why can't you choose? Like I can't choose, way too many options Watch me audible, I could run, I could pass on her Small waist, fat ass on her I can never, ever last with her That's why you gotta hit me back, woman Cause all we have to Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. That was Mac Wilds. Choose. And with that being said, it would appear that our time has come to an end. Hope you guys are staying safe. Happy holidays to your loved ones. Prayers to those whose family members are sick and also those who are no longer with us. I hope you guys find solace and comfort during these during these rough and turbulent times. And with that being said, you were tuned into the best podcast in the world, the best podcast, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever be. Remember, life is short, Gary Coleman. If you love someone, tell them you love them. We cannot force people to be who we want them to be. They will be who they want to be. Look out for each other. Love each other. And yeah, Best Kept Secret Podcast. Much love. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Best Kept Secret. What you think? Stupid. I'm not going to let you get the chance. Triple kill. Double kill. Mega kill. Killing spree. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. Right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care.